The indigenous tribes and nations of North America have been overwhelmingly defined by outsiders, mostly white culture, through stereotypes in movies, music, and the news. The Akwesasne Mohawks are no exception. I don't want to repeat those stereotypes here, but it's enough to say they dwarf incredible achievements in science, the arts and culture, and entrepreneurship. Well, a Mohawk travel agency is introducing tourists to Akwesasne on its own terms, reframing the narrative of Mohawk life from a Mohawk perspective. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Claxton Hepburn Medical Center, dedicated to providing patient care and regional services to the people of St. Lawrence County. ClaxtonHepburn.org. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Thursday, November 30th. First up, North Country Congresswoman Elise Stefanik is claiming an impeachment inquiry against President Biden has resulted in, quote, staggering evidence of wrongdoing. Her claim comes despite a lack of any evidence tying the Democrat to wrongdoing as the probe continues. Speaking during a weekly briefing yesterday in Washington, Stefanik said House Republicans will launch a website where people can find updates on the inquiry this week. It also includes a timeline which lays out exactly what the Biden crime family did to get us to this point. Transparency is the hallmark of America. With each new fact, we find it becomes more clear that Joe Biden is compromised and unfit to lead. House Republicans have yet to provide any concrete proof of wrongdoing by President Biden. His son, Hunter Biden, is offering to testify publicly before Congress, following a subpoena from House Republicans looking into nearly every part of his business dealings. Biden is rejecting the closed-door testimony requested in the subpoena, saying it could be manipulated. Drivers who speed in work zones on state highways could now receive automated tickets. North Country now reports officials say there will be clear signage and construction zones to show when the program is in use. After a warning period, tickets will be sent in the mail and drivers could be fined $50 for the first violation. Drivers who are issued tickets will be able to contest them. Other states have outlawed or put limits on similar automated ticketing programs because of concerns about constitutionality. Some officials have also criticized the ticketing method for putting the fine on who the car is registered to instead of the driver. Some cameras are already active in the North Country on Interstate 87, a.k.a. the Northway. The St. Regis Mohawk tribe wants to bring more tourists to Akwesasne. Akwesasne Travel is designing tours to show off the community on its own terms by training local artists and entrepreneurs to teach Mohawk culture. Catherine Wheeler reports on how they're breaking stereotypes about indigenous people and educating visitors. It's a warm September day on the St. Lawrence River. The sky is blue and the sun sparkles off the water. A small group of people step onto a pontoon, hair blowing in the wind. So welcome everyone to Mohawk Journeys. Uh, my name is Chessie and I'll be your tour guide today. Chessie Thomas owns Mohawk Journeys. It's a boat tour company that offers fun days out on the water with family or friends and now cultural cruises a travel writer from Messina, a tour guide from New York City, and some St. Lawrence University officials all sit on the boat, taking in Akwesasne from the water. It's part of a familiarization tour Akwesasne Travel planned to practice new tours they've been working on. Getting on a boat is a common way to show visitors the community. On the right, this is Cornwall Island. We glide right along the international border and start learning about the history of Akwesasne. Thomas points out the St. Lawrence Seaway shipping channel in the distance. 
Centuries before the seaway was dredged, there was more land, and it was an area where Mohawks and Europeans would frequently meet. You also have to remember this land has changed with the seaway. They came in and they dug this all out to be able to create this. So this was not here way back then. This was land where people's homes were. Thomas shouts out any landmark that she has a story about. It's nearly constant, from random local trivia. This island right here used to have goats on it. First there was two goats, then there was like 10 goats. To how seaway freighters' wakes are eroding the coastline. We're losing a lot of land each year with bigger boats, no wake zones, things like that. This is exactly how Akwesasne Travel wants visitors to learn about who the Mohawk are. We're really a place of connections. That's Randy Barrero. She's Akwesasne Travel's marketing specialist. Whether you're talking about how the river connects the two countries together, whether you're talking about how the people connect with each other or the land or the water. Akwesasne Travel is the tourism arm of the St. Regis Mohawk tribe. Three years ago, the group created cultural tours to educate visitors about Akwesasne on the community's own terms. Barrero says that means highlighting locals like the experts they are. It's very important to show what our community is capable of. We have so many entrepreneurs and business owners in our community that it feels like a natural progression to develop something to invite people who want to learn more about us and involve the people who do these things for a living. The tours are hands-on. You can weave black ash baskets with an award-winning basket maker. You can see how a traditional lacrosse stick is made. You can hear the Mohawk creation story in the museum. Barrero says the tours are meant for small groups. They want visitors to walk away having been an active part of the experience. We want people to always be in the front row, able to ask questions or hear every word that's said. We're sharing some language, uh, Mohawk language, and we don't want that to go over someone's head because they weren't standing close enough. Latoya Rourke builds the tours from the ground up. As Akwesasne Travel's training manager, she teaches artists and business owners to become tour hosts. I always say it almost feels like counseling at first because they don't see the value in themselves yet. Sometimes it's starting with an artist who's never sold their work at a market. Or it's an established business owner learning how to demonstrate their craft. Work says she teaches them how to do it all, craft their stories for tours, pricing, and marketing. She says it's rewarding to see her neighbors grow. When they're in this first phase where you're still empowering them to see the value in themselves and as an artist, and then when you see them start doing tours, it's almost like they're your family and you're seeing them grow. It's good to see them be proud of who they are and what they do and the work they do. And Rourke says the tour hosts are paid for all of their work, so they know their value. Kelly Back owns Fireloom Creations. She makes custom beaded loom belts, Gustoa headbands for ceremonies, and more. One day, she heard Rourke was looking for new tours and got in touch with her. And she's like, you know what? We were thinking of you, hoping you would come to us. Let's start. And I said, okay. Back hosts the tours in her backyard. During them, she shares her Mohawk name, Jelly Wyas, and how her business grew out of making a belt and Gastoa headband for her husband on their wedding day. I have a little loom kit all set up for them and all the materials that they need. While she teaches the visitors how to loom a two-row wampum belt, she explains why they're making this design and the evolution of the materials and beads used to make the belts. We help them finish it so that it becomes a bracelet for them. So they get a little piece to take home that they've made on their own. Back says the community benefits when they're able to share these parts of their culture. I feel like it's an honorable 
position to be a host and a teacher of something to do with our culture. I, I really find that's a pretty big honor and fun at the same time because it's something I love to do. And I get to do it in my own home, in my backyard, with my family. I mean, can't get any better than that. Rourke says Aquasasne Travel isn't following a blueprint for growing their tourism economy. She says they're doing it the right way, putting their community first and providing meaningful support to budding and established entrepreneurs. She says building the cultural tours is about taking back their power. A lot of times, First Nation or tribal communities, the narrative that's being told isn't always told by us firsthand. And a lot of times it's negative, right? It's the negative part of our community. And every community has that. Every place or town or state has that. But there shouldn't always be spotlighted. And we have so much great cultural experiences and stories to be told. Barrero says Aquasasne Travel is a part of working on plans to create a cultural center and museum, a bigger space to house art where the community and visitors can come and learn about the Mohawk past and present. Catherine Wheeler, North Country Public Radio in Aquasasne. We have more news all the time on our website and great photos from the Aquasasne Travel Tour. You can find all that at ncpr.org. Music today by Caitlin Scholl of Lake Placid and Patricia Julian of Burlington. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.